Happy New Year, everyone. I have missed you all these last few weeks. Happy 2022. It feels so weird to say that, right? Well, today we are talking about wedding party gifts and all things related to gift giving. The holiday season just ended and you know how stressful it was to get gifts for everyone on your list. I was feeling a little stressed, to be honest. And today on Ask the Planner, we're going to dive deep into the do's and don'ts of wedding gifting. I'm talking about wedding party proposals, wedding welcome bags, should you do them, should you outsource them, or should you even skip them? We're going to cover all of that and more on today's episode. Also, make sure you listen until the end of the episode where I share a special giveaway that Alexandra from Lavender and Pine is doing for our listeners only. You definitely don't want to miss it. This is awesome. So, so awesome. Thank you so much, Alexandra. Now, if you would like to visit the show notes for this episode, you can find them at verveventco.com forward slash 47. Again, that's verveventco.com forward slash 47. listening to Ask the Planner. I'm your host, Desiree Adams, owner of Verve Event Co., a company whose mission is to help couples enjoy planning the contemporary, sophisticated wedding they've always imagined. Together with other wedding industry experts, we reveal the crucial details and industry secrets that will help you plan and enjoy your flawless heirloom occasion. So pop your favorite champagne because we have a wedding to plan. Hey guys, it's Desiree. Before we get to today's episode, I wanted to first give a shout out to our sponsors. The first sponsor is our own wedding planning template shop at shop.verveventco.com. Regardless of where you are in your wedding planning journey, this shop has tons of resources I created specifically for you, dear listener, based on a lot of the tools I use with my own clients. My most popular item these days is the Ultimate Wedding Planning Checklist for my couples, no surprise there, and the Styled Shoot Timeline and Shot List for my wedding pros that are listening as well. Your friends and vendors seriously won't believe how organized you are with all these items in your arsenal, so make sure you visit the shop at shop.verveventco.com. Again, that's shop.verveventco.com. The the second sponsor of our podcast is Lovestream. I've used Lovestream with my winnings and my couples are so happy. Not to mention they have excellent customer service, which is huge. Even though we all thought we'd be getting back to quote unquote normal weddings, I still have couples that have guests that aren't able to attend their wedding because they're international or someone became ill and couldn't travel. Luckily, Lovestream is a one-way, high-def, high-quality way to stream your wedding and help your guests feel like they're part of the audience at your wedding, even though they're just sitting on their own couch at home. All they do is click your personal URL and they're able to watch without logging in, downloading an app, or messing with any of their microphone or camera settings. Easy peasy. And for any of you planning a destination wedding, they also offer all-inclusive live streaming destination wedding packages. I really like Lovestream because the platform is so easy to use for any size wedding. And what I love best about the company is their, again, excellent customer service, which has really helped my butt during some very stressful times. They also have a live chat feature, which lets you ask questions before and after you book with them. To get 10% off any Lovestream package, visit verveventco.com backslash Lovestream and enter the code ASK10 for 10% off. Again, that's verveventco.com backslash Lovestream and use our code ASK10 for 10% off any Lovestream virtual wedding package. And now on to today's episode. Welcome to today's episode of Ask the Planner. Today we are tackling the do's and don'ts of wedding gifting. From wedding party proposals to welcome gifts to wedding gifts for guests to wedding party gifts, DIYing presents, we are talking about it all. After today's episode though, you will no longer be gifting presents that would be thrown in the top drawer, never used or unappreciated. In order to help you all find or make the best 
presents for your wedding, whether for your guests or your wedding party, I invited my favorite gifting expert, Alexandra Puccini of Lavender and Pine. I work with Alexandra to put together my client welcome gifts, and she is amazing. When I started out, I did it on my own, like any self-starting businesswoman would, and it definitely took me a year of doing it by myself, sourcing the boxing, the tissue, each product that went into the box, the ribbon, and the endless trips to the post office for me to realize I should outsource it to somebody else. I loved it. Don't get me wrong. Gifting is one of my love languages, um, and I love doing it for my clients, but I also realize I should not be spending that time working on all of that stuff when I should be doing stuff for my clients that's actually moving the needle for them and their wedding or for my business. So I decided to outsource it to an expert. And I love that because that made me be able to support a fellow female entrepreneur who's much better at it than I am anyways. So everybody wins. Um, but enough about me. Here's Alexandra's official bio. Alexandra Puccini is a former media and advertising professional turned full-time business owner of Lavender and Pine, a luxury gift company specializing in gifting for wedding professionals, corporate events, and life's everyday occasions. In 2018, Alexandra founded LNP when she was in need of a beautiful and practical gifts for her wedding party that wouldn't get tossed in a junk drawer. After coming up short in her Pinterest search, she realized there was a need for elevated and timeless gifting with beautiful packaging that has since turned into a successful business serving clients and customers worldwide. In addition to loving her role as creative entrepreneur, Alexandra loves experimenting in all things culinary, reading personal development, mentoring, spa days, and listening to music. She is grateful to operate a business that partnered her experience in client and account services with her love of curating and design to create a memorable experience for all who share the love language of gifting. Alexandra lives in Connecticut with her husband and her rescue pup, Callie. Y'all, please help me welcome Alexandra to the show. Alexandra, thank you so much for joining me today. I cannot wait to talk to you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be so fun. Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay, first, I like to start each episode getting to know our guests a little bit before we dive into the interview. I read your bio at the top, but I would love for you to tell our listeners in your own words a little bit more about your story, how you got involved in this niche, and all of the all of the things. Yeah, sure. So Gifting has really always been my love language, and I didn't realize that until after I started my business, really, mm -hmm. um, when I was like just going back into my past and just talking about all the things and realizing like, oh, my goodness, like I've really loved giving more than receiving as mm -hmm. far as like gifting goes mm -hmm. since I was little. And I think I speak to a lot of people here when they remember like or when I remember the scholastic book fairs and the mm -hmm. gift shops that we used to have in middle school. <laughs> yeah. And that's where it started. My mom would give me like five or 10 bucks mm -hmm. and I would go to the little shop in like our science lab. Right. And I loved picking out things for my brothers, which oh my is, gosh. yeah, like shocking. And my mom and my dad. And I just that's remember so always being really intentional with my gifts. Mm -hmm. Like my dad, you know, loved to work with his hands. So I would get him pocket tools or my mom mm -hmm. loved flowers and they had like ceramic flowers and mm -hmm. things like that. And it really just developed a lot over time. I always mm -hmm. loved making things with my hands and being proud of it, like candles mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. arts and crafts and mm -hmm. um, giving them to friends and family. And mm -hmm. Christmas time was something that was, you know, a holiday and still is really near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. But it was always special because of the giving aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And as I got older and started to get, you know, invited to baby showers and bridal showers and mm -hmm. weddings, um, I actually always purchased off of the registry. Now, mm -hmm. I would look at the registry and mm -hmm. get an idea for the couple's like style and aesthetic. Mm -hmm. But I would always make an effort to put together a gift basket Oh my um, gosh. and the basket that, you know, they would use. And there was multiples of things like mm -hmm. I, I did a lot of kitchen baskets. So we could all use multiple wooden spoons mm -hmm. and tongs mm -hmm. and towels. And I became known for that. And oh, my God. I love that so much. Yeah, And I loved, loved shopping for those things mm -hmm. and just 
making sure that it was an experience and a gift Mm -hmm. rather than just Mm -hmm. receiving one thing. Mm -hmm. And I became known for them. And then, you know, I remember when I got engaged, Mm -hmm. uh, I was really excited to propose to my bridesmaids and Mm -hmm. I couldn't find anything like everything. Mm -hmm everything had like bridesmaid on it and that just isn't my style. It's just right. not for me. Mm-hmm. And so I did ended up doing these gift baskets. They were, um, I call them like my favorites for my favorites, which was like mm-hmm. all of my favorite things with a little, you know, a couple things in there that related specifically to mm-hmm. my girls. And I post them on Instagram naturally mm-hmm. like you do when you're proud of something. Right. And people started to ask, Hey, do you sell these? And mm-hmm. I was like, yes. <laughs> I do sell these. <laughs> and then my business was born. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, it, it, it kind of was just this slow roll starting from mm-hmm. when I was a kid mm-hmm. um, into this successful business. And, you know, here we are. And finding my niche was mm-hmm. um, really because of m- me getting married and right. how I ended up falling in love with weddings. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you don't go back. in weddings. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you don't go back. Like, know. You know how that is. I know. So that's. That's the story in a in a nutshell. Oh my god, I love that. I feel like I resonate with that so all of those things so much. I remember the book fair, and I remember there would always be something like the holiday thing, and I would love getting stuff for my parents. And I remember it was like the stupidest, kitschiest thing, but they had those little like statues. Like it was like a, like my dad played golf, and it was like a little golfer that like you it swung back and forth. And I'm like, he would love this. And I said, no, he wouldn't. But I got it for him anyways. And I got my mom like a ruby ring because mm-hmm. she was July. I'm like, it's not rubies. But I'm like, it is. And she's going to love it. But I do remember that, which is hilarious. That yeah, and like your thought in- process behind <laughs> it. Like your dad loved golf and your yeah. mom loved jewelry. You no, know, that's yeah. That's where, like, the intentional gifting comes from. Mm-hmm. That's where it starts. I love that. Right. That's awesome. Right. Um, and then I definitely spent a lot of time in high school, like, for my boyfriend. But, like, during the holidays, I would I would obviously spend a lot of time shopping for the stuff. But then I would, like, package it perfectly and was, like, so into how, like, beautifully stacked and wrapped all of the presents were. I don't know why. Now I don't care so as much because, it's like, just a rush to get all of the things wrapped for the kids. But I do, I feel like I identify with that a lot for sure. And I remember, and then we're going to get on to the episode, but I remember when I heard you on Elizabeth's podcast, Keeping It Evergreen, and you talked about the sweatpants that had bridesmaid on them. And I was like, yes, I don't like that either, which it's fine, guys, if you all like that. And that's your style because you, that is fine. I'm like, you lean into you. And I think that's what makes you all unique. But it wasn't for me. And I, I completely identified with it when you said that. And then I was like, I have to work with Alexandra because the <laughs> thing that she said. So anyways, I feel like you and I just connect on very many levels yeah. um, from your story. So awesome. Okay. So let's get to today's topic is, which is talking about all of the things related to gift giving. And I think it is such a great topic to talk about because, you know, whether it's for the wedding party or engagement presents or even just finding the right present for family and friends, it's a lot of pressure that people put on themselves for this type of stuff. And it can also be tricky balancing something that's useful, sentimental, also, you know, cost effective if you if you're buying several items like for your wedding party. So I'm super excited to be talking to you so that you can share your advice with our listeners on what to buy, how to shop, all of the things, um, especially and especially as it relates to the wedding planning process. Yeah, so it can be really overwhelming. And, you know, in this in the start of I mean, you know what it's like planning a wedding. Of course, (laughs) I encourage people. I know not a lot of people do this, Mm -hmm. but this is my advice that if gifting is your love language and it is Mm -hmm. not for everybody. And I know Mm -hmm. plenty of people that roll their eyes at gifting. Honestly, Mm -hmm. that's why I'm in business. Um, You know, gifting really should be a part of your strategy for your wedding. If Mm -hmm. you want to do bridesmaids, starting with the proposals, you know, Mm -hmm. the wedding, the wedding party proposals into, Mm -hmm. you know, the welcome gifts is that if that's something that you want to include. And the reason Mm -hmm. why I say that it should be a part of your strategy is because it can easily get out of hand Mm -hmm. and it can be Mm -hmm. so overwhelming. And so my practical advice on this is that if gifting really wants to be, you know, you really want gifting to be a part of your, your wedding Mm -hmm. as a whole Mm -hmm. to create an 
inner circle and an outer circle list. Mm-hmm. So an inner circle is, you know, your your immediate family, siblings, parents, in-laws. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have your wedding party in that inner circle, too. Mm-hmm. And then you have your outer circle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know that people are very close with their godparents, their mm-hmm. aunts, their uncles, mm-hmm. Um, may not be immediate, immediate, but mm-hmm. still, you know, somebody that you may want to gift. I know a lot of people right. like to gift their godparents on their mm-hmm. wedding too. Mm-hmm. So you start there. Right. Um, and then that's when you really, you know, you try to figure out your budget because again, it can get wildly, wildly right. out of hand. Um, so going back to gifting not being for everybody. Mm-hmm. I've seen some people prefer to bring their party out to a brunch mm-hmm. or dinner um, mm-hmm. and ask them there. It doesn't really need to be a tangible uh, item. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it can also just be a really sweet proposal mm-hmm. and a note, a mm-hmm. beautiful card, um, something that is sentimental. Right. You know, we mentioned the products that say bridesmaid or groomsman mm-hmm. on them. And again, that, that, you know, that's for some people. Mm-hmm. But you really want to go back to what your goal is for gifting, mm-hmm. what the intent is. You know, you are asking the people closest to you to stand by you mm-hmm. on the biggest day of your life. So, you know, you want to show that type of appreciation through mm-hmm. whatever you're gifting, whether it be through words mm-hmm. um, or, you know, or products. Right. So that's where I stand on on that as far as the actual products mm-hmm. you know you know your people better than right anybody else mm-hmm. so you want to make sure that the products are practical if you're doing something like you know uh self-care mm-hmm. something that makes them feel special because it's mm-hmm. such a special moment right um, and you know it's also again it's not for everybody like my husband he wanted to mm-hmm. gift his guys something mm-hmm. but he's like i don't know what to do Right. I do not want to give them a beer glass that says groomsmen on it because, oh, you know, know. They'll, they'll laugh at me. It's right. not them. Yeah. So right. we ended up, um, you know, they all smoke cigars mm-hmm. or, you know, drink really nice scotch. Mm-hmm. And I put together, um, it was a cigar box and, and it mm-hmm. was a beautiful pair of dress socks that they could wear the day of mm-hmm. a cigar. Um, and then there was a cigar cutter in there. It was mm-hmm. nothing really that crazy. Right. It was still nice. And, yeah. you know, it got the point across. But mm-hmm. you know, my advice also in, you know, leaning on that a little bit is to not force your partner to do it if they don't want to do it. <laughs> right. I definitely yeah. I feel like I definitely have and I, I had a, um two gay guys and they were getting married and they were trying to find something to give their wedding party when they asked. And they're like, none of this stuff resonates with us, Desiree. They're like, this is just not our style like I don't want to give them something that says this you know like, it's just not our style. I can't remember what they ended up buying them um but they went with something that was more sentimental and and sweet as opposed to like something that said you know and I think it's you, it depends on the person that's gifting and receiving oh, yeah. and I think that's kind of t- what you talked about is like thinking about it's not for you it's for them when you're gifting them someone something so think about what they would appreciate and could use or would be really enjoyable for them. So, and I like the, the, your point that you said earlier about having the inner circle and the outer circle. I feel like a lot of people just think like there's so many people on the list, but I think having the different categories to help them get organized is also a good way because it'll also help you figure out, you know, how many presents that you need, what you want to spend comfortably on each kind of category um, and then going from there, but definitely kind of thinking through those things ahead of time, as opposed to in the moment, I think is a good idea too. Right. And you know what your goal is, if, if your goal is cheap, like I hear that Mm -hmm. word a lot where people are just like, I don't care what it is as long as it's cheap. I recommend don't do it. Right. Don't do it because if your goal is to, is to, you know, cheap, Mm-hmm. Um, which I understand, like mm-hmm. budget, like cost efficiency, like totally mm-hmm. get that. But if your if your goal is cheap, then there should be another way that you can express, you know, your care for people without doing, you know, a forty cent beer koozie, right? Um, because that will come across. You know, mm-hmm. you're better off just handwriting a beautiful card, right? I I feel that way on so many levels in this industry. 
for sure. Which actually brings us to our next topic, um, which is, you know, giving gifts um, to your wedding party. And not, not just like when you're doing the proposal, but even when you're uh, before the wedding, a lot of people give gifts before the wedding and then also their wedding, their wedding guests. Let's go back to the wedding party. Um, you know, are there things that you feel have been very successful or more successful than others when people are giving gifts to their wedding party before their wedding? Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's funny because I feel like my answer is not going to be what people expect. Um, my answer to this is go small. Mm-hmm. It's either small or nothing. Right. <laughs> not mm-hmm. all or nothing, small or mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. And with this, you know, I see a lot of people gifting either a piece of jewelry mm-hmm. or, you know, their their bridal party to wear mm-hmm. or their wedding party to wear on the day mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. I've seen tie clips. Mm-hmm. I've seen um, socks. I've actually seen the the tie itself, you know, mm-hmm. the, the accessories, yeah. if you will. Yeah, um, that's that's gifted. I truly honestly don't think that you need to go extravagant right. on your bridal party the day of. I also see, you know, brides and I get this question so much and I don't know if you probably do too, mm-hmm. where it's like, do I pay for hair? Do I pay for makeup? Oh, do I, I know. do I pay for this? What are the rules? There, there are no rules. Right. It's I completely really, agree. It's really what one you can mm-hmm. financially handle mm-hmm. because nobody f- should feel shamed mm-hmm. to not be able to pay for something. Right. You know, right. whether you're, you know, the couple or, or in the bridal parties or the mm-hmm. wedding party. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that comes up a lot, but again, like the day of, and if you are going to gift, what I do see is very successful, very popular are gifts mm-hmm. for the parents, mm-hmm. the in-laws and the mm-hmm. grandparents. Mm-hmm. That's where, if you do have it in your budget to mm-hmm. go more, um, you should definitely put a little bit more effort into, mm-hmm. you know, a, a bigger gift mm-hmm. for the parents, the grandparents, um, and that's where like the sentiment is, because, yes, of course, it's like, you know, your big day. Mm-hmm. It's also a very emotional day for your immediate family, too. So, right. You don't have I to. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something that if, you know, if you had to choose going in, you know, that's where you mm-hmm. kind of divvy out your inner and your outer circle list. The wedding mm-hmm. day itself really should be just for your inner circle, unless you're doing mm-hmm. welcome gifts, obviously. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, it should be for your inner circle. And that's where you kind of prioritize that list. Mm-hmm. And then go from there. I agree. I think I think jewelry does go really well because I think it's nice when it's kind of a cohesive look with the wedding party. So if the the gentlemen are wearing similar ties, or if even we've done custom ties, which I think is really cute that matches the stationery. Um, socks, super cute, you know. And like guys, it's stuff that the guys are not probably gonna buy for themselves, mm-hmm. but it's nice that they, you know, you thought of them. It looks cohesive. I think it it, it the thought goes a long way, and you don't have to spend a lot in order for it to go. And like, I think when you buy more of like a tchotchke something that just to like check the box, I think that's when you're going to give something that's just going to get thrown away. So I would just rather you not waste your money and write a really sweet note just to say like, Hey, one of my favorite things that my friend did for her wedding this summer, I was the matron of honor. And she, um, I think she asked, she asked all of our husbands or, uh, you know, like our significant others, what our favorite things were because I got my bag and it had like a, a cute um like makeup bag in it that was my color and she got all of us like different makeup bags that were all of like our color our signature color but then she packed it with snacks that were my favorite so she had the Philippine mango it's called the Philippine brand mango which you can only buy in like certain places it's not like yes. I'm like a mango snob and I was like this is amazing like I was so excited and that's not that expensive like it was literally you know super cheap but I was so excited because I can't get it anywhere here because BJ stopped selling it. So anyways, long story short, but I was just like, this girl, like she knows me so well. She knows, or she asked my husband and I was like, that meant so much to go the extra, extra, you know, like phone call or email. And I was so happy with my makeup that weekend. I mean, look at your reaction yeah. now that like that speaks volumes and I just want everybody to know it goes back to the intention Mm -hmm. it goes back to the thought behind it I mean the fact that you reacted and you're still reacting I mean you have a glowing smile on your face about (laughs) what you received right that is the point that Mm -hmm. is exactly the point yeah I love that story yeah Um, I do have um a 
a like funny, not funny story mm-hmm. to share too that I do want to advise people on on jewelry. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times, you know, when you are purchasing jewelry, it's you know on the more on the costume mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. Some people do have skin sensitivities to this, mm-hmm. so if you mm-hmm. are gifting mm-hmm. jewelry, you really want to make sure. You know, and there are ways to find out about if you want this to be a surprise. There are ways to find out if somebody has a sensitivity to it. Um, A friend of mine gifted all of her girls jewelry and they were beautiful pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it was a really hot day. Oh, no. And yeah, I think you know where I'm going with this. Um, They all ended up having like green rings around their neck because of these necklaces. I'm not even like, I'm not even kidding. So we were like going around with like baby wipes for the pictures, just like rubbing like off their neck, just like pumping them. But yes, we really want to be very, just a pro tip there from experience. Right. Just to be a little careful with that. Yeah. But yeah. I have not. I was thinking more that they would have like an allergic reaction if it was like they're they can only wear like gold versus silver or something like that. that. But too. that's really good yeah. too. Yeah, that too. You know, more so like people with you know with that. If you're gifting earrings, not mm-hmm. everybody has their ears pierced. Mm-hmm. And again, I know my ears. I, I get alert. I'm allergic to um, like fake fake gold mm-hmm. and fake silver. So my right. ears will like get all red. Like you right. don't want to do that to, right, to somebody. Right. So again, right. just be a little careful. These are things that people don't think about until after the fact. So yeah. Until it's just happened. some warnings oh, for everybody. Oh, that's a great tip. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So now that we've talked about, you know, gifts for the wedding party at the wedding, let's go back a little bit to the welcome bags or welcome gifts for the wedding guests, which is a very popular thing, which I think is very much appreciated um, by the guests. It's almost kind of an expected thing if you have to do it, but it is sometimes it's like if people are coming from in from out of town, it they tend to look forward to the welcome bag. They are very time consuming. And, you know, sometimes couples, my couples will do them themselves. Sometimes they'll pay me a service to take care of them, which includes the sourcing, the shopping, purchasing, assembling, transport, all the things that you do. The welcome card, the schedule, the tissue paper, the bags, ribbon. There's so many things. Um, Advil, all that stuff. Um, and then something cute and personal to include in there. But you guys. So obviously, like it goes on and on. Um, assembling the gifts is a task. I think that is often saved for the last minute and is totally underestimated. What are your in your experience? What are your thoughts on couples doing it themselves versus outsourcing? And then how much time does it actually take? Because uh, for someone like you, like you, that is actually professional. Let's talk a little bit more honestly about what this endeavor actually means for people. Yeah, let's have an honest conversation about welcome gifts. Um, you know, going back to what you said, I, mm-hmm. I would say like a couple of years ago when when I got married, it really wasn't uh, that expected. Obviously, mm-hmm. I did it because of my business. Mm-hmm. Um, but now more so than ever, they are coming back and mm-hmm. people are, you know, wanting to put together these beautiful welcome gifts. Um, I get a lot of inquiries about how to DIY. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because whenever I get somebody on the phone, a potential client on the phone mm-hmm. or somebody just asking questions through Instagram, mm-hmm. I say to the couple specifically, if it's a bride or groom, I say, don't do it yourself because mm-hmm. the reason why. And when I say don't do it yourself, I'm not saying no, give, you know, I will right. do it for you. What I'm saying is delegate it. Yeah. Because it is such, I mean, you just listed off like 20 items or 20 things that you have to do. All the steps. Yeah. Yeah. And to everybody listening, that is all done like the week and a half week Mm -hmm. leading up to your wedding. Right. And a lot of people don't realize that. Um, So if you have, you know, uh, your your wedding party that can help, great. Mm -hmm. Just like I mentioned before about a strategy, you have to have a strategy for welcome gifting. Mm-hmm. If you have a very specific um, idea of what you want, whether it be items, the packaging, which mm-hmm. full disclosure is the hardest part to it find. Is. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard to source nice packaging. Right. And then you're um, like, how big should it be? I don't know. I don't have the stuff yet. I don't know how big yes. it should be. 
Yeah, when I when I was getting married and I was like sourcing for my welcome boxes, which mm-hmm. this is a shocker to everybody, it was an afterthought for me. I knew I wanted to do it, right. but because I was doing it myself mm-hmm. on top of everything else, mm-hmm. um, it really was an afterthought. And I'm walking around the store with a box in hand, putting items in <laughs> and like building it in my shopping right. cart. <laughs> joking. <laughs> I have videos of this. It's it's crazy. But yeah, so there are, it's a laundry list of items. It is Mm -hmm. stressful. Um, So if you can assemble a team Mm -hmm. that can help. And when I say a team, ideally like four or five people and one person that can drop off your gifts and Mm -hmm. hotel coordination, then Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. you can can do it. It can be done. It's been done. But it is not an easy feat. That's right. for sure. And then if, you know, you want specific details, too, on top of that, there's just mm-hmm. there's a there's a lot to to consider. Yeah. So. And it, even like just the actual low, like all of the things in your apartment, house, hotel or whatever, transporting them all, getting, you know, figuring out like the where are you going to stuff them all? It, it, I was doing that for one of my couples this summer and literally like we had the whole list of things approved that we were going to include. And we wanted um, kettle chips, like, you know, like the normal kettle chips. I had them in my, you know, my cart from Wegmans. I go to the store and they're all out of stock everywhere. There's no kettle chips anywhere to be found because we're in a pandemic and there's nothing in the, you know, like nothing is in stock, which I know you're dealing with still. Yeah. So it's just like all of these, everything I think you think is going to be super easy just takes so much longer than it actually does. Yeah. You know, and, and, Gosh, I could I like I could go on for days about this, but just thinking about something as simple as cases of water. Mm-hmm. If you need, you know, mm-hmm. thirty-three gifts, mm-hmm. guess what? You have to buy like two cases of twenty-four bottles of water. <laughs> so you're left with extra inventory. Yeah. yeah. Or you're too short. I mean, there was one wedding where I ordered vase. It was like glass vase uh-huh. water bottles. Yes. And it's specifically glass, not the plastic. Right. Mm-hmm. And our Whole Foods had them. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. ordered them from like mm-hmm. some water depot online. Mm-hmm. A couple of them came cracked. Great. Oh, awesome. Right. And it was like the week of. So right. I had to drive to every Whole Foods known to man to find <laughs> these glass glass water bottles. Right. It's true. It's, it's little things like that, you know, case mm-hmm. quantities and mm-hmm. and things. Mm-hmm. So um, let's not even talk about the stationery. Yeah. So, or, yeah. you know, bow tying. Mm-hmm. Um, the bows, I know. The ribbon. The bows. How the many bows yards do I need? I don't know. Right. Yeah. How do I tie a bow? Right. Oh, another pro tip. If you don't know how to tie a bow, I would I suggest stay away from bows because mm-hmm. you're going to spend hours trying yeah. to figure it out or practice weeks before, right. maybe months right. before. You can seal it. You know, if you do a box, you can seal it with a beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. sticker or something mm-hmm. with your initials on it. But mm-hmm. there's ways around it. But I mean, like I said, I can go on it's for true. days about yeah. these tips. All these, all these things that we spend so much time on. Yeah. Um, awesome. Okay. So if people do choose to do it themselves or they're like, I want to hire someone to do it or I want to outsource it to my team, my friends. Who, which, what are the best things that you think people, um, that are things that are successful that people put in their welcome gifts that you recommend or things that are like, no, don't ever do that. It's not a good idea. Yeah, sure. So I always say like you want to do the basics. So definitely a hydrator, some sort of mm-hmm. water. You really mm-hmm. want water in there. Mm-hmm. Um, a sweet and a salty snack is mm-hmm. ideal. Mm-hmm. If you are doing things yourself, and let's just say, you know, you want Sour Patch Kids in your welcome gifts, but you hate that bright yellow packaging mm-hmm. and you want mm-hmm. to put them in a jar. Mm-hmm. Do not do that. Unless yeah. you can come up with ingredient labels, don't oh, do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good point. So, yeah, um, a lot of people are repackaging things, which is great. I mean, we, re- mm-hmm. we repackage all the time. That, mm-hmm. you know, Swedish fish packaging gives me mm-hmm. nightmares. Um, <laughs> but I know a lot of people want that in their gifts. So we Hilarious. repackage. But yeah. you really, really, really want to be careful with ingredient lines. Um, mm-hmm. Be careful. You, ha- you have to put ingredient lines because, God forbid, mm-hmm. you know, people mm-hmm. have allergies. And, right. You know, worst case, they don't eat it and they just right. stay away. But, you know. You can make them easily, you know, easily on your computer. So mm-hmm. a sweet and salty snack, a hydrator, and Tylenol. I would say those yes. are musts. As mm-hmm. far as hangover kits, 
Mm-hmm. I see a lot of waste in hangover kits. Yeah. Um, I see a lot of, you know, I've seen eye drops in there, which Interesting. are like, yeah, I've been to several weddings that have were eye drops and they came in like these, you can get them individual off Amazon, which I would never. Right. But that's right. just like, I'm not putting that on my eyes. Right. <laughs> Sometimes a lot of stuff on Amazon, I feel like it's just going down in quality. I'm like, this is probably from China. No offense. Yeah. I can't, I don't know if this is actually going to like catch on fire or actually, like, legit, like, what it says it is. Yeah, you want to stick with, especially if it's something that people are going to ingest, mm-hmm. um, you want to be, you know, you want to stick with the name brands for sure. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always say, like, Tylenol or Advil packets that you have to yeah. cut open for sure. You don't want yeah. to do, like, pills and yeah. yeah. Um, I do see Pepto and I do mm-hmm. see Tom's. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm indifferent to those. They They mm-hmm. can definitely get really expensive. People put you know, uh, emergency in there. I do mm-hmm. think that's a good one, especially, mm-hmm. you know, night of drinking and all right. of that. I think that's great. Right. But you don't really need to go overboard with the hangover kit. And that's mm-hmm. honestly the most expensive mm-hmm. in the gift. Mm-hmm. Right. So those, right. that's definitely my, my advice there. Um, bags are easier than boxes. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the reason why is because of all that crinkle on the books. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you're going to, you know, I mean, you can always dress it up with a nice gift tag and you don't mm-hmm. have to go all customized. You don't have mm-hmm. to have a crest down there. If you don't mm-hmm. have one, that's totally OK. All you need is, you know, you can go on to Minted mm-hmm. or um, I forgot the name. Of Zazzle. The Thank you. Zazzle mm-hmm. or Vistaprint and yeah. just get a nice gift tag that says welcome. Right. And that will dress up the gift beautifully. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go. Oh, you don't yeah. need to go crazy if you want to DIY. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I love that. So, yeah, I, I completely agree, I think, with all the things that you said, um, because I do see a lot of waste in the gifts. I was just at a wedding actually last, you know, in Chicago last week, and I loved it. I loved all the little snacks. I loved having all the bottles of water and the food. Um, I did use the Tylenol. I didn't use the Tums. I don't know if that's more of like a generational thing or I just don't have the Harper. I don't know, but I don't. I, I do see that a lot and I don't know if it's necessary, if it's necessary really. Um, but yeah, I think people do spend a lot of time on them and I, I want people to not have a lot of waste or like to waste their money on things. Like I think the more, like fewer impactful things is always going to be better than having a lot of volume Agreed. for, for the gifts, for the welcome gifts. Awesome. Yep. Okay. So we kind of, we didn't quite touch on this more in depth. I would love to talk about, Wedding favors, which is also part of the whole wedding gifting experience. Um, I have an opinion, and I'm sure it's probably going to be very similar to yours, on what people should do for wedding favors, how how they should go about like planning, what should they do, what should they not do. What is your opinion on how couples should go about deciding what to do or what to give for their wedding favors to all their guests? Yeah. So my top three favorite favors mm-hmm. first one are donations in lieu of favors mm-hmm. you donate to a charity that's near and dear to mm-hmm. you know your heart um two food favors mm-hmm. i've seen bottles of olive oil small ones that are really really nice it, going with the theme of the wedding mm-hmm. um you know i've seen candy bars mm-hmm. um and then, you know, as a favor, they'll do like a nice flight of different caramels. I've mm-hmm. seen that. So any type mm-hmm. of edible moment, I think, is fun. Mm-hmm. And then three, no favors at all. <laughs> because, yeah, um, my favors and I and I touched on this before where mm-hmm. I I don't do favors in my business. Mm-hmm. Um and there's a reason for it, because mm-hmm. I actually advise against favors. Mm hmm. Because they can, one, they can add up. Right. So there's that. And you're better off putting that money either back in your pocket or Mm -hmm. into an experience, you know, Mm -hmm. add another signature cocktail or add, Mm -hmm. you know, a food truck or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I I really tell people to reroute that money into, or their welcome gifts, you know, reroute that money into an experience rather Mm -hmm. than just a thing that people can grab or not grab because they're forgotten right. about a lot of the times right. on, right. on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Yeah. Going back to what I was saying before about cheap, that yeah. was when I first started my business. I actually, I did do favors for some mm-hmm. people. And the number one thing was I need to do favors, but they need to be cheap. They right. need to be, you know, between two and $5. Right. Each. right. And I said, then no, you're better off not doing it. Yeah. Um, because people know that, you know, yeah. you go cheap, the, the, the intention is cheap. People are going to feel that and they are going to see that. Right. A lot of the times also I see couples use favors as an opportunity to put their name and their wedding date on things. And this is like for, I'm, you know, this might be an unpopular opinion Mm -hmm. or a popular opinion that nobody wants to actually say. Right. People don't really want things with your name and your wedding date on them. Agreed. (laughs) They don't don't care. Right. Right. You do. Yes. The couple. You do. And rightfully so. It's your wedding day. You should Mm -hmm. want it plastered everywhere. Mm -hmm. But as a gift, as Mm -hmm. a favor, your guests don't want that. And, um, you know, they'll take it and they'll put it in their their junk drawer for a little bit and then they'll Mm -hmm. toss it out in a couple years. That is a waste of money. So I really just I, I recommend to stay away from from favors, unless it's again the donation, you're going down the donation route, which is beautiful, or mm-hmm. um, you know some some sort of edible element. Yeah, yeah. I love. I, I I feel I have a very similar opinion as yours. Like I think donations are great; it won't be wasted, and I think it's obviously goes to a good cause. It's sentimental and important for you. Um, I edible gifts, not like edibles, but right. gifts that people can eat. But people are talking about the <laughs> depends on where you are. Actually, right, right yeah. exactly. <laughs> whatever um colorado california i don't know um things that people eat either like late at night is great the next day is great because they'll get eaten um and then like if you want to do a gift which we like to do gifts like favors that usually are incorporate the design of the destination or it, like i love it when it kind of coincides with the escort card because they're going to need an escort card anyways so i'm like let's do a one-two punch it's cute but i don't ever put like doesn't like 220 you know i don't like people don't care about that i completely agree i think something nice that is usable but again usually those things are going to cost more money than five dollars because it's it looks nice and it's worth keeping otherwise people are just going to throw it away and i completely agree with you yeah so love the dual love the dual (laughs) purpose of the escort card and favor (laughs) in one again that's practical that makes sense that makes sense for your couple from a financial standpoint. Mm-hmm. And also it's a really cool um, element, you mm-hmm. know, and people don't realize like until it's like, oh, this is our favorite. We get to keep this. Right. That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Totally agree on that. Um, yeah. If we can stay away from like the etching of, of, the, of the names <laughs> and the dates on things, that would be like leave that for your signage, you know, right. leave that leave that right. for your paper elements. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't mm-hmm. need to have products that you're giving to your right. guests, you know, Agreed. With that part, yeah. Agreed. Um, awesome. And, okay, so I do have one last question before we start to wrap it up, and I love asking this of our experts because you guys are the experts in the field, If you, and you've given us so many good nuggets, so it might be hard for you to find something, but if you could give our listeners one piece of advice or surprising detail that they're probably not thinking about when it comes to gifting, what would it be? Ooh. I think that, you know, and I, and I feel like there, we've touched on this multiple times throughout, but mm-hmm. if I can kind of wrap it up and sum it up into like the two most important takeaways actually mm-hmm. from this is have a gifting strategy if you really want mm-hmm. to do it. Um, because like I said, it's, it's going to add up. And then to, you know, know, if you want to do it yourself mm-hmm. versus outsourcing, mm-hmm. outsourcing, and this happens, every, I don't want to say every single time because some mm-hmm. people just don't know the cost of the service, mm-hmm. um, but the cost of a gifting service is going to save you stress mm-hmm. and time. Yeah. And it's hard to put a dollar amount on time. And I know that you know this mm-hmm. when you're explaining it to um, a, a couple in a sense where they're just like, but it's just gifts. It's just it's just putting things in a box. If you send me a Pinterest picture, 
Mm-hmm. Or if you have an idea of what your gift looks like and if you want it to look exactly like that, it is going to cost mm-hmm. an additional fee. Right. Um, that's me being full disclosure, full transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's literally saving you the worry of dealing with your hotel contacts and coordinating right. time um, to drop off the gifts. And what if it's raining that day that we're dropping yeah. off the gifts oh, and the hotel doesn't have an awning? Guess right. what? We walk in there with blankets and towels and plastic over those gifts so yeah. they don't see a drop of water. Right. There are so many little things that go into gifting that a lot of people don't realize, which is, you mm-hmm. know, that's my job to explain mm-hmm. that. If you're not mm-hmm. a professional gift designer, a gifter, or if you're not, a, a, you know, a wedding planner that has done gifting, you're not going mm-hmm. to understand the details. Right. So, you know, takeaways from this is ask questions. Yes. You know, you really want to ask questions. And if you have, you know, if you're thinking about outsourcing your gifts, reach out to a gift designer like mm-hmm. me. Or, mm-hmm. you know, there's plenty of us out there mm-hmm. and you, you're not going to be paying anything, you know, for, a, you know, to ask us a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. We're just here to guide you and help you make that decision right, if you mm-hmm. want to handle it or if you want us to handle it. And I think that's important. So you really want to just decide whether or not you want to do it or you want to outsource. Right. And I think, yeah, there's. When I, whenever I talk to my couples about any like wedding, you know, wedding planning, working with me, whatever, I feel like ask all of the questions because I want you to feel comfortable with your choice and your level of investment, whatever it is, whichever service you go with, whether you feel comfortable doing it, you feel, you know, it's important for you to do it or you feel better outsourcing it or, you know, delegating it to somebody else. Um, because then you'll feel good about the decision that you made, but you won't know until you have had this conversation with somebody to know whether it's right for you or not. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you shouldn't feel bad if, you know, mm-hmm. if gifting is not in your budget. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want somebody to feel bad because they can't gift or it's not in their budget. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you, it's your wedding, you know, you, you prioritize what's most important to you. And if welcome gifts aren't it, then welcome gifts aren't it. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody right. should feel shamed about not being able to do something. And I think yeah. I think that's really important yeah. to, to know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, awesome. So before we do wrap up the interview, I want to ask you one last question. I ask all of our guests because I do believe that life's too short to waste it on moments without meaning or don't give us joy. What gives you the most joy or is most meaningful for you? Wow. So when you, I mean, my entire business is my love language. So, and I know that sounds so corny. Like, no, but it's, it's not always true. I can tell though. It's, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. But my entire business brings me joy. But I would like, you know, I think the first time that I have like a consultation with a potential client, so I get on Zoom unless, you know, they can and we have to exchange emails, but um, I get on Zoom to meet with my clients before we even talk about proposals and all that stuff. And it's an opportunity for me to get to know the person that wants to gift. And I think the sweetest thing that I um, experience on Mm -hmm. that Zoom is the excitement that comes Mm -hmm. across when they start Mm -hmm. talking about gifting. It happened with you. (laughs) It happens with all of my couples. It happens with all of my clients because we share that camaraderie. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, we love gifting or we love gifting. You know, my clients love gifting, but they don't know how to, but they still get excited about why they want to Mm -hmm. that. Like, puts me in my feels all the time, Mm -hmm. whether or not the project, you know, happens Mm -hmm. or doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. I think that's the coolest thing because I get to meet so many like-minded people Mm -hmm. with, with a shared interest Mm -hmm. and that excitement that they get from gifting. I mean, you know, we're with welcome gifts. We're talking about like Cape Cod chips and bottled water, but the excitement where it's just like, yeah, so I really want this type of water and I want Cape Cod chips and I Mm -hmm. want, you know, blue ribbon and white box and, it's just really cool. I think, yeah. yeah, definitely the the one-on-ones for sure bring me the most excitement. Oh, I, and I love it so much. Like, I think a lot of times, the you know, the the wedding vendors that I talk to, it's it's so rewarding. And I'm just hearing this a lot in 
podcasting and life in general. But I feel like it's just so important when you find something that, that both marries your passion and what you're good at and what you're like, w- what really excites you. Cause then it doesn't feel like work. There's always going to be parts of work, like our jobs that feel a little bit more like work than others. But because you're just fueled with this love for what you do, it just, it just makes it so much better and it helps us get through shipping delays and whatever annoying things that you're having to deal with. Oh, I can't even imagine. Definitely. It definitely makes the days brighter. I say it all the Mm -hmm. time when I compare the stress level that I have now Mm -hmm. versus the stress level that I had in corporate Mm -hmm. and the stress that I have now is, I mean, don't get me wrong. I am stressed all the time. You know, Mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur, you're Mm -hmm. you're trying, you're putting your entire being into something and making Mm -hmm. it work all the time. But the stress is so different. Right. Because I love what I do. Right. And right. the fact that, like, you know, I get to help people express mm-hmm. their feelings mm-hmm. through gifting. Mm-hmm. There's so much love that goes in and out, of, in and out mm-hmm. of these doors. It's it's mm-hmm. incredible. And the messages that everybody has and the intention that's there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's like the coolest thing in the world. I love that. Oh, my gosh, Alexandra, it was so amazing to talk to you. I really, really appreciate your time and um, you sharing all of this wisdom with our listeners. But before we let you go, can you let our listeners know where to find you online? Yeah, sure. So you can find me at lavenderandpinegifting.com. And you can find me mostly on Instagram at Lavender and Pine Gifting. You'll see me on my stories. I show up pretty much every day. <laughs> I love them. I, I like always laugh when I see it. Or I laugh. I'm like, this is so good. Like, this is so true. Oh, my gosh. I just love it all. Sometimes so. I'm like, should I delete that? And then I'm like, nah, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> You're going to get all of me. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And if people don't like it, then they weren't there for you anyway. So Exactly. Click click on. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all of this and all of your time. Ladies and gentlemen, Alexandra Puccini of Lavender and Pine. This was amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Y'all, I hope you love listening to this podcast as much as I enjoyed talking to Alexandra. She is literally one of my favorite people to work with because she just gets it. And as I mentioned at the top of the episode, Alexandra is doing a very special giveaway for our podcast listeners only. So what is it? She is gifting one super lucky listener of this podcast a gift box of their choice valued at up to $100. Now you can keep this gift box for yourself or gift it to someone else, whatever you want. There are foodie gifts, self-care gifts, spa gifts, literally something for everyone. And I don't know about you, but I can't think of a better way to start the new year than with a gift for myself after these holidays. Am I right? I think I am. Now, how do you enter for this gift box? So there are three simple steps. One, you need to follow both of us on Instagram at asktheplannerpodcast and at lavender and pine gifting. I will link to both of them in the show notes Two, leave the podcast, a five-star review on Apple podcasts, and let us know your favorite tip or takeaway from this episode. And three, send me a screenshot of your review. You can send it to my DMS on Instagram, and we will pick one random winner to receive the gift box. I love working with Alexandra for all of my client gifts. And I think this is such an amazing giveaway that she's giving. And I feel so, so lucky that she is doing it for us. Guys, her gift boxes are awesome and everything in it is beautifully packaged and curated. So you definitely want to enter the giveaway. Now you only have until this Friday, January 7th to enter the giveaway at midnight. So do it right now. Or if you're driving, do it as soon as you can. Don't do it when you're driving. But wait, there's more. If you want more help with your wedding gifting, head over to the show notes at verbeventco.com forward slash four seven for Alexandra's free wedding gifting checklist and my curated wedding welcome back resource guide with links to all of the things to put in your wedding welcome bags. Literally, it's like a shopping list. You just click and purchase. Now that is all for this week's episode. Happy, happy new year. Welcome back. Don't forget to leave the show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and DM me a screenshot of it and follow both of us so you can be entered into her giveaway and visit the show notes at verveventco.com forward slash 47 for all of our free wedding gifting resources. I will talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. 
Thank you so much for listening to Ask the Planner. To make sure you enjoy planning your heirloom occasion, visit asktheplannerpodcast.com where you'll find show notes and ways to connect with me. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe and please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so other couples can find the show and plan their flawless wedding just like you. 